thank you to that geezer over there, Adam. He said, he said, uh, he said I've got to find somebody who can, who can be absolutely charisma-free and reviled by everybody. So he went, that's got to be Bale in it, you know. Thank you, and uh, for all the competition, I will be uh, cornering the market on uh, Charisma Free. So, um, <laughs> what do you think? Mitch McConnell, next? That could be good, couldn't it? Um, uh, thank you to uh, Satan for giving me inspiration on how to play this role. I, there was a headline I saw right before we started uh, the call that I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, it's, it's from the Washington Post. Uh, it's, it's in the trending section. Uh, and the headline reads, Paris, nudist restaurant closes because not enough people want to hang out. Uh... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's the kind of quality content that you have come to expect from the SSEU podcast. <laughs> the route of a catheter or an adult diaper <laughs> Chris I mean some, we gotta maintain a mystery here dude <laughs> this is only the first time you and I met alright so yeah so none of that was saved so we'll do that again uh, oh, n- none of it? N- none of it he was like, I think Volvos are made in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> and then you like punched him in the face. <laughs> oh, Thomas getting arrested at Volvo dealership. That would be great. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Welcome to another episode of the SSEU Podcast. Here at the SSEU Podcast, we do not ask why. We ask, what would Gene do? We have a full episode today talking about everything from hot Swedish actresses to the Idiot Awards out in Hollywood. Um, If you like what you hear, do subscribe on Google Podcasts or iTunes and leave a review. With me, as always, from snowy South Dakota is Chris. Chris, how are you surviving the snowstorm? No snow, Thomas. It's a depressing time here in South Dakota. Because there's no snow? There's no snow. <laughs> Is that the only reason? Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> well, other than the general depression of South Dakota. <laughs> Tell me about this general depression in South Dakota, Ryan. I mean, it's South Dakota. We have, we have all seen Wind River. We know what it's like. You've told us about your best Mexican restaurant, so... <laughs> yeah, we have amazing, authentic Mexican restaurants. We have the South Dakota Martini. What's not to love? Yeah, I'm thinking that you're doing the best because you can convince yourselves, yourself of things that probably most of the other people can't. So, as you can tell, uh, we are also joined by, from a bit farther south, uh, struggling to hold the immigrants at bay at the border, Ryan from Texas. How's the wall coming along? I don't think we need it anymore um, because I think we're already Mexico because Trump said on Judge Jeanine last night that he hasn't left the White House in months. But two days before, I saw him on Hannity at the southern border, so... That only tells me one thing. We've been overrun by Mexico, and the southern border is now at the White House. <laughs> well, was he was he actually at Judge Jeanine? He was last night. I didn't watch it, but that was the, one of the quotes that kept getting shared. Is that he sure said, you didn't watch it? Sure. I haven't. I know I that's fi- I couldn't figure out what house. time it was. 
Or which day? You should have tried Googling it. Also, also with us, or West Coast correspondent live from Orange County, California, is Ming. Ming, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Thomas. It's nice to have you with us. Do you have any snow? Uh, no, sadly, no. And that's that makes us very, very sad out here out west. You know, the, uh, the song, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas, was written from L.A. about uh, New England um, Christmases with snow. Um, and there are actually verses to that song that kind of talk about how depressing it is to have the no snow at Christmas because that's what's depressing, Ryan. That's what's depressing. Take it from Irving Berlin or whoever wrote it. I, be- I believe that you believe you. So, <laughs> but is there any place in the in the continental U.S. where you can go and be guaranteed a white Christmas? Oh yeah. Like demographically, yeah, geographically in the mountains, I have to, I have to go climb a mountain. No, 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 no. no. Ryan said demographically. (laughs) I think that's Ryan's neighborhood based on Piper's behavior. (laughs) Uh, She may wish, but no. Thomas, how about you? How is uh, Arizona treating you? It is, it is great. The the weather is amazing. It's somewhere in the in the low to mid sixties. And yesterday, last night, when I was out, I went I went to uh, to a bar restaurant to to watch the the football game. On my way back, uh, when it was I don't know like fifty eight outside, people were wearing <laughs> coats, which which is it's pretty amazing to me. Sounds like something normal people would do. You're you're gonna get acclimatized. So I mean, you could say all this right now, but give it a few years and you're gonna you're gonna start mocking people you're gonna say oh it's 55 degrees outside why are those people wearing jackets and you're gonna go outside and you're gonna be like "Mm, i should probably grab a sweater (laughs) at least is this what happened to you when you moved to austin yes yeah it is (laughs) i like i made the same jokes that you were like it's 60 degrees why are people wearing you know jackets or whatever and now it gets below 70 and i'm in long sleeves thomas question you you've met ryan how is ryan's layer game oh it's strong it, it is it is it is up there it's it's at steve hayes level um, <laughs> is it really yeah yeah wow. i was i was impressed and and how he has time for but that with only, four kids is amazing but only in terms of my underwear <laughs> 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 yeah we're, we're we're only talking about your um, ck's i go under the pants and over the pants. Just to, <laughs> sure. I mean, you want people knowing that you're not Colin Farrell. Like, you don't want people thinking you're freeballing, so you got to show them, like, the underwear on the outside, too. I've tried to determine whether there is an Arizona accent, and, and I don't really think there is. Is there? I've never... There okay. What is it? <laughs> I'd say this based on, like, one guy I know. Do it. Do it right now. Do it. I'm not. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> not, I don't. Do, I don't do impressions. I only do Swedish impressions. <laughs> <laughs> but those are but top like, shelf. No, let's um. Let's get some Sheriff Joe on the podcast. <laughs> let's hear what his accent is. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so uh, on, uh, on on Saturday this weekend, I had received in my inbox, in my email inbox, I had received an offer from Volvo where they offered me a $75 Amazon gift card to anyone who went in for a test drive. So obviously, I took time out of my day on Saturday and I went to the Volvo dealership and I test drove their brand new S60. I, so for those of you... Which is definitely a real car. Yeah, so for those of you ignorant idiots out there and on this podcast, the S60 is Volvo's smaller sedan and about four years ago Volvo started to introduce a new lineup and they started with their SUVs and they have finally now reached the, the smallest car in their lineup, the, the S60, and they have completely revamped it. So if you think of Volvo, you probably think of like safety and reliability, 
classy Swedish design or whatever it is that comes to mind. <laughs> no, but seriously, safety is a thing. So did you know that Volvo invented the three-point seatbelt? And after they invented it, they opened a patent up for every car manufacturer in the world uh, so that they could use it. Anyway, so, so this car, holy sh- but it's for safety reasons, for the same reason why you should be using winter tires when you are driving on ice and snow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that, is me, that is me slow clapping. Thomas, congratulations on the worst segment in the history of our show. <laughs> and for some stiff competition. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you should go and test drive the so S60. How the test drive? It was amazing. Holy shit, this is a great car. Like, Why did you tell the, the salesman? I have so no interest. I just want the gift card. The Amazon gift card now or later? Is that what you said? I walked in. I said, I want to test drive that. And then we chatted a bit. And I was like, and if I do test drive that, I will I will get my gift card, right? Uh, and so we, we went for a spin. And it was it was so much fun to drive. Uh, and I understand that some of our listeners never would buy a car that's not built in Detroit or Buffalo or wherever the <laughs> fuck you build your cars. But you really should reconsider. Orange County. <laughs> Is I that? think there are plenty of them here. How yeah. fast did you get it up to? Uh, I got it up to 110 on the short test drive we did. I have to tell you to take it easy. He didn't. Um, did you take it below the enough. slash? I, I don't even understand what that means. It's a when Seinfeld Kramer was reference. Seinfeld! He's test driving the Saab. Is that when he's trying to make it run as far as he can? Yes. Without running? Oh, okay, okay. Yes, I do remember. Yeah, go on. Question. So, are Volvo dealers kind of like ikea like when you're like when you're here your family like isn't that that's ikea's thing right you walk in IKEA, and everyone, everyone like gives you yeah cards. no yeah. no they, they don't have that they do they do have they do have the self-assembly portion oh yeah <laughs> i get it i got you can i tell my story you have a story so as you know earlier this week in megathread a couple of sandwich restaurants, a couple of sandwich chains entered Megathread, uh, Herbert and Gerberts, and uh, Potbellies. Guys, was I out of line for trying to get a free sandwich? No. No, I don't I don't think so. I, I you were like... out of line for trashing it before <laughs> we even got a chance to try to get them to be a sponsor. He didn't give me a free sandwich. What makes you think he was going to sponsor our show? <laughs> He was like, I'm just a, I'm just an employee. I can't give you a free sandwich. Yeah, it's a poor social media intern somewhere. They, they don't have any powers over anything. Watch, watch out. He got pretty ticked when Megan called him an intern. I don't know if you saw that. I did yeah. not. I'm sorry. He's like, I'm not an intern. But seriously, like, I've lived here 11 years, and I've never gone to the sandwich shop. And so I'm conversing with this employee of the sandwich shop, and I was like, uh, I've never been to your sandwich shop, which has been totally available to me for years and years and years. I'm sure uh, she was fascinated. Would you give me a coupon so I would, like, go check it out? And this person did not. So anyway, I, I went anyway. And it was because, like, they I think it was because they ripped on the Swede. Like, they called you a Danish person or something. And I was like, ah, this person gets us. And so I was like, all right, I'll go. And so I went and was eating my sandwich. And lo and behold, out comes. Hey, hang on. Like, what did you get? I got the mac and cheese and beef brisket sandwich. Gross. <laughs> well, that, that was like their special sandwich. I, it wasn't what I was like. It was like that's their thing right now. Is I ordered it. Ryan says I trashed the sandwich. I said the bread was inferior to Jimmy John's, which it was. And the, the ratio was all off. Like there should have been half as much macaroni and cheese. And or none at all. Or none at all. <laughs> 
So anyway, I'm sitting there eating my sandwich and, you know, taking pictures of it and posting it on Megathread and doing the what millennials do. Cause if, if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? Like, if I eat a sandwich and I don't post a picture of it on Megathread, did it really happen? Out comes, like, every employee in the place. It's it's It was a really late lunch. It was, like, 2.30. And they just kind of look at me. <laughs> and uh, the guy who served me uh, was like, we just got a call... They say they're from corporate. They want us to tell you to leave. That it would make <laughs> that it would make them very happy at corporate if you would just leave. It said something about a prank, and I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Because Jason Cooper, who we all hate for a reason, <laughs> had had made the th- like what I thought was an idle threat earlier that he was going to call the place and like tell them to throw me out. And so I looked at them and I'm like. They're like, do you know what that means? I was like, yes. They're like, what? I'm like, I know who called. And so you're not going to do a prank? I'm like, no, I'm not going to do a prank. I'm a real, I'm a real priest. <laughs> and, uh, and the lady gave me the idea. She was like, you know what? You should tell him that we called the cops and, and you got arrested. I was like, I should. And so I, I hopped on the mega thread and I made sure that it was like half an hour later so I could conceivably have been in the back of a cop car. And I told some tale of being arrested the lesson here is that jason's a jerk that mega thread has does not give us power to get free sandwiches but it was it was kind of a fun day so how would you like overall rate their sandwich from zero to ten i'd say a seven it was fine i don't even see how you can you didn't get a real sandwich (laughs) (laughs) it's macaroni and cheese and brisket you got two cafeteria sides (laughs) (laughs) but but so on when they served you the sandwich there was a a loaf on top of the sandwich? Yeah. There's like they, they hollow out like the inside of the bread, which they do at Jimmy John's too. Like they don't give you the whole French loaf, uh, but they throw it away at Jimmy John's. They like give it to you. It's this big like long uh, <laughs> um, thing. Sure. Yeah. Of bread. And I wasn't sure what to do with it. I don't know. Should I post? Should we post this thread in, in show notes? Should we do show notes? Yeah, let's do show notes. The SCUpodcast.com. I'll uh, I'll post the thread. Yeah, and, uh, and we can. It was much funnier in the thread than it was when I told the story. And we can post it to. We can post a link to to your nearest Volvo dealer as well. Um, but uh, all right. So mine uh, or just like listeners? Any. <laughs> like, do you have that kind of tech? Like, you're promising that anyone who logs into the site. They're we'll just going to see the nearest Volvo dealer. Yep. Right? Yep. Like individually. Can you deliver that? Yeah. Yeah. In, in in Sweden, we have the technology. I I don't believe you. I like. I will bet you a hundred dollars right now that you can't do that. <laughs> Ming, uh, I believe that you have been uh, keeping uh, keeping track of um, the Sub Beacons Oscar draft picks. Yes, yes. Um, Ryan gave me was kind enough to give me a spreadsheet that sort of tracked um, uh, the different. Um, you, you mean awards. he was kind enough to give you homework? <laughs> <laughs> at, at the time, to- at the time that he gave it to me, I was oh sure, I'll do it. More, more than happy to help. And then all of a sudden, I started doing. It. I was like, oh my goodness, there's so much counting. <laughs> and normally, I think it's designed to just track one mo- one movie per, but it's like tracking five per. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I didn't. Like I didn't difficult. look at the. I didn't look at the thing. I got it from uh, the website of another podcast, the, uh, the Battleship Pretension podcast, and they they talk about they have like a an award season fantasy league, 
every sure. year. And if you donate five dollars, you can download their template for the fantasy league. So that's what I did, and I didn't even look at it before I sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, it's it's hard it, it it's hard enough. But just like I said, if there was just one movie per, but it's like to do like five each is it it, it was it was di- it was difficult. I, I wound up I wound up just giving I just giving up because I kept on recounting and recounting. And <laughs> I was just like forget it. <laughs> this yeah. is the number. This is the number. We can count the chads later. <laughs> All right. So so just just to briefly recap, Sonny picked. Don't don't say it. Oh, sorry. I. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say something really offensive and racist. No, I I wouldn't. I would never do that. I thought you were going to say that that Ryan had Ming working in a sweatshop. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible, Thomas. Thomas, that that is wrong. I I need to stay on Piper's good side. There you go. All right. So anyway, so Sonny picked A Star is Born, If Beale Street Could Talk, Vice, Black Klansman, The Favorite. Vic had First Man, Roma, The Front Runner, Mid-90s, Crazy Rich Asians. JVL had On the Basis of Sex, Black Panther, Widows, Green Book, and Bohemian Rhapsody. All right. So how, how were they doing? The, the part that you did track, uh, what, what did it look like? Yeah, I, I didn't track particularly anything um, uh, other than movie wins and nominations. And Sonny's got something like three to four movies that are just constantly generating hits in terms of nominations and wins. Uh, the Beale Street is uh, kind of a darling, and right, rightfully so. I've, I've seen the movie; it's 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 really it's really good. But it's it's generating a lot. Um, Black Klansman is is not quite as much, but is is as well, uh, and. Um, a Star Is Born uh, is surprisingly also keeping keeping up and and giving giving him a lot of points. So if you track on the basis of just taking points in terms of nominations and and wins, because he's got so many, uh, he's doubled up on both. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you literally if you combine Vic and JVL together, he's got more points. I think the last <laughs> time I checked it, he was like he was two hundred and Vic was and maybe Vic and. Uh, Vic and uh, JVL had maybe a, a 190 or something like that. It, 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 it's 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 if you put them together, and so it's it's he's he's going to kill for Vic. Roma is is a big win, and for all we know, might even win Best Picture uh, based on all the buzz. But because that's kind of his only <laughs> that's his only movie that's yeah, generating yeah. reliable numbers. The is, other, the is, other wait, hang on, hang on. So so yeah. Vic also has First Man. Is, is that not getting nominations a, and wins? Not as not as yeah, no. not as much. Uh, not not as much. I think Chazelle maybe gets a Best Director every once in a while. Uh, but it's, go, it's pronounced but, Chevalier. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, I, I've I've seen I've seen him in person, so I'm I, I think I'm I'm more reliable. <laughs> I'm oh, the more reliable than, than Neil Armstrong. Okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Okay, there you go. JVL's got Green Book, and he's got uh, Black Panther that that are generating some numbers for him. But yeah, in, in, with Sonny I think, having I think like Widows four, and, and yeah. Widows and on the basis of sex, we're kind of an overreach. They appear to be now, right? Sure. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're 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 not. They might generate buzz later on, but at least in terms of the the nominations and awards right now, they're not really even showing up. And the the um, for Sunny, as he said, the favorite. That's got three actresses in there. Olivia Coleman um, is is getting a lot of the best actress nods, and the other two are just dominating as well in terms of in terms of nomination numbers. So it's going to be a bloodbath. And uh, um, yeah, I I admire Sunny. I, 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 he's like he's like Matt Damon. I just, <laughs> 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 he is he is the substandard Matt Damon in that uh, yeah you just you know, you, do, you don't particularly care for him winning but yeah but he, <laughs> in all likelihood in all likelihood he's going to. Sunny is the only one out of the three who actually watches movies on a regular basis. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it's, so, it's, not, it's not unexpected, but yeah. So the Critics' Choice Awards were tonight, uh-huh. and so for Did you DVR them, Ryan. There, for Best Actress, there's a tie between Glenn Close and Lady Gaga. How the hell can there be a tie? For, <laughs> for, best, for best Actor, Christian Bale won for Vice. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, but, but Bale also won at... Wait, uh, Ryan, have you watched the Golden Globes yet? Nope. No, oh, that's right. He did win because he thanked Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but something about... For the inspiration or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Did, did you see what Steven posted and said, Christian Bale can... Like, he can go around life talking like either Batman or Dick Cheney, and he chooses to talk like a dock worker in London? <laughs> 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 Question about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Is Ruth Bader Ginsburg the Black Panther of the Supreme Court? <laughs> Gosh. Let me explain. Like, so you know, people are like, the Black Panther is, is it's it's the first superhero movie with a black star. Oh wait, wait, it's not. <laughs> like Ruth Bader Ginsburg is not, you know, the first woman on the Supreme Court. Would it be accurate to say she's the Black Panther of the? Supreme Court? I don't, I don't know what superhero the, power she has, or is she the T'Challa? <laughs> she is. <laughs> Cut that. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> Moving on. Transition. Ming. Ming. Transition. Uh, Ming, yes. did you? I know you like everything, but did you watch Roma? I have not completely watched it. Start, <laughs> watching it. So even the just, guy who, who likes everything. It <laughs> won Best Picture at uh, the Critics' Choice Awards tonight. Oh, did it really? Okay. Yeah. Ah! Good for Vic. Good for Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Vic. <laughs> but so no, but but was it? Is it just because, like, Netflix syndrome, like, because it's on Netflix and you can pause it, you did? Um, I'd, I'd heard that the best experience was to see it in a mm-hmm. theater because sort of the sound structure of it makes you feel like you're actually in the movie. Um, some people have said that if you watch it with uh, headphones on or, or, um, or really, really, really good speakers, uh, you can approximate it. But I'm trying to see if I can find a somewhere, something that I can oh. get to. That makes sense. So basically, watch it in portrait mode on your iPhone with headphones on the toilet. Somewhere Alfonso Curion is crying. As he intended. But but that's a little bit how I feel. Ryan, have you rewatched First Man on on your own TV? No, not yet. Because that's sort of how I felt about First Man, was watching it in theater was a really great, terrific experience, and I am not sure how well it will play at home. I have the same thoughts about it i'm kind of curious about that i probably will watch it again but no i haven't yet but i have a feeling that yeah the lack of an imax screen is detract from the experience 
So you you don't have an IMAX screen at home? No, I, I do, but I'm not gonna watch that on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ming, do you have a favorite movie from 2018? Uh. And is it true yeah. that you like everything? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Gosh, that's that's that's. I tend not to really. I tend to just enjoy experiences. Uh, if you actually took two movies and asked me, you know. Which one's better? I could probably give you an answer. Um, there, there have been several. There have been several. Probably just, uh, you know, I'll. Is it is I'll, it Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, yeah Mom's Christmas. Get, that's what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you beat you beat you beat me to it. That I, if I had to name one, I probably I probably would say that. Uh, that's the the one experience that uh, that I remember. <laughs> so it seems like Sony is gonna kick ass uh, at at the Oscars. And, um, uh, I, I, yeah, do, do we know exactly how their, stru- their their game is structured? Is it like points to nominations for the Oscars or, or anything like that? Or is it... Uh, I think it's think it's weighted to where like the Oscars are worth more than the okay. other ones. So... Because the, yeah, the way he was talking is that, yeah, you guys may even win Best Picture or Best Whatever... But because I've got I've, I've got so many things that are going to get nominated, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna over I'm gonna overwhelm you. Uh, I, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how much more a yeah. win is worth than a bunch of nominations. Because yeah, well, that, that was my question. Is like is is an, is a win like three points and a nomination one or? Do, yeah. Anyone remember the weight? I do not. Yeah. Nope. Sonny seemed pretty confident that he's going to win, though, because he's like, "Well, well Roma might win Best Pictures, yeah, but if three of my other nominee, <laughs> three of my other movies are going to get nominated too. That is, he might actually have even more points than that. So, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't he's know. just going to win by volume. Uh, and yeah, and like I said, the the numbers, at least for now, look like look like he'd, uh, he's going to have it's going to happen. But oh well. All right. So so the, all this talk about Sonny winning is a bit depressing. Uh, so so Ming, when you go to Comic Con, how do you like? Do you need to plan it out? How do you think about how to structure your visits? Because you go uh, you go every every year, right? Uh, the last nine years, yeah, and it's not—it's not a guaranteed thing, but yeah, I've been very lucky. I've been very lucky. It's—it's kind—it's kind of been a, a sort of a, a layered approach. It just every year you you see something that you want to improve, and so you you bring it. I mean, I've gotten everything from solar panels to sleeping bags to sleeping mats, uh, and just uh, bat and batteries are are a big thing. Ever since I stopped, uh, I stopped getting a hotel every time I go down. Uh, main thing is that you you coordinate with friends uh, just to see you know who's going to hold pos- different line positions at different times, and uh, yeah, you just uh, you you coordinate you coordinate in that way. But a, a little times you'll, you'll see someone you know he'll bring a chair or some 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 different kind of chair, then you'll you'll try and check on Amazon to see if it's available and <laughs> and get it and get it too. Uh, little collapsible chairs that you know can fit in your back pocket basically. Okay, and, and so uh, what and, and, and why do you go? Like, what is it that you're what is it you oh, want to go sure. see? I think as I said online before was that yeah there there are, for me it's panel going other people go for cosplaying uh, others still others merchandising uh, those are those are really big but for me it's it's panel going and so especially um, what I want is. Um, uh, to go to Hall H, uh, where all the big panel, where all the big major panels are, Marvel, DC, uh, yeah, Marvel, DC, um, Star Wars, um, all sh- all have shown up there, and uh, I just love um, you know sitting there and getting getting a, getting a good seat and getting a good angle and uh, yeah, and, taking and pictures. The, and, yeah, and so this is so are the photos that you post in the Megathread uh, are mm-hmm. from Hall H. Sure. 
Okay. Yes. Yeah. The, um, I mean, I, I do. I go to other conventions too. So yeah, like uh, I'm going to be going to a Doctor Who convention pretty soon. So you're gonna that that it's gonna get flooded. It's gonna get flooded with that. <laughs> and there's a WonderCon, which is kind of a sister, a little sister to Comic Con, uh, that uh, that will be in March. And that I'll probably be posting from there. And so you get you get some. Uh, you know, um, uh, Del Toro will show up there, and uh, James Wan, I think, with his uh, with his uh, uh, scary movies, and yeah, just uh, they'll they'll be there too. So there's Question. always opportunities. Go ahead. How hot is Jodie Whittaker? Uh, not sure. <laughs> <laughs> scale of one to ten. I, I know that was your next question. Like, what's, it's, it's, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's it's an, it's uncomfortable for me to say. <laughs> She's the doctor, <laughs> and it's just it's just traditionally hard to think of her, As... think of her that way. It's just... Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> She's an extremely attract. She's an extremely attractive woman. Okay, all right. Same, but it's same. Hard to see a hot doctor? Is that what you're... Like, I guess I don't know enough about Doctor Who. Like, I... it's interesting. Okay. For for a gu- for for a heterosexual guy to say that the doctor is hot is. A bit different, and something okay. that I have to get. I have to get used to. All right. All right. Well, did, well, I have a different. I have a different question. Uh, sure. Same scale. David Tennant. Where? <laughs> no. He, he's. he's I, a I, 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 the the one who had drew the most sort of squeeze, uh, at least in my experience, has been uh, Matt Smith, uh, the 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 doctor who came after David Tennant. He's the, uh, I think I, he's the I guy the in the crown, right? Yes, he's he's the he's the guy in the crown. He plays Prince or did play Prince Philip in the crown. I guess he's getting replaced mm-hmm. now. But uh, I, I remember the one time at Comic Con, uh, the one panel that I saw him at, uh, uh, and I remember it was his final year. And I, I've told this on on uh, Mega Thread, but it was his final year, and uh, girls were just weeping, just openly <laughs> weeping. And it was just like, and it was, it was just like one. He was like, um, you know, you know, I gotta leave. There's opportunities that I've got to take, but I've always loved being the doctor. I always loved be, being, um, being, being for you. And and girls were like, why are you leaving me? Why are you leaving me? You're my doctor. <laughs> and I'm like, ladies, it's it's a TV show. <laughs> He's going to be and in, is, in the next Star Wars. Yeah, I, 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 or yeah, or whatever, whatever succeed. Uh, I don't know if it's the next one, next one, but yeah, it I says think, he uh, was cast in a key role in Star Wars Episode Nine. nine. Okay, yeah. then there you go. Then there you go. So I, I know, I know there are a lot of girls who are <laughs> going to be very happy about that. So yeah. Do you um, have a, Do you have any other uh, Comic Con memories? Colin Farrell. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not a ni- it's not a terribly nice one, but I remember uh, he had come off some various scandals of um, uh, I guess, and uh, he was uh, trying to sort of correct his image, and uh, it was he came out for a movie. Um, oh gosh. I think it was the uh, the repeat of um, he came out for two remakes. One was uh, the, uh, uh, for the Total Recall, oh, and the yeah. other one was uh, there was a vampire. There was a vampire movie. Um, it, it was it was a it was a vampire movie about uh, some kid uh, next door um, and uh, uh, seeing seeing him as a vampire. And Harry Potter but, and the Sorcerer's Stone. No, no, no. But oh. it, read another it, book, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I remember, I remember with that one, he um, he was trying to be super nice, uh, and um, <laughs> a girl, a girl asked him. Uh, they have these placards in front of them with their name placards, 
and a girl asked him for it and uh, and asked him to sign it. Uh, and because of the way the stage is structured, he couldn't just hand it over. He had to sort of Throw reach it? out, reach okay. reach reach out, and 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 in order to give it to her. But as he was reaching out, the camera uh, they they have cameras in, uh, around it because the hall is so big, and they have these giant screens which just shows you what's happening up front so people in the back can see. But the camera zoomed in on him as he was as he was uh, handing out the placard, and his his, his pants popped out, <laughs> and we, we everyone in the hall discovered he doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> and I think I think one of the writers for the show, Marty Knoxon, I mean, she was staring, and then she took out her phone and snapped. Up. <laughs> what? Wow. So yeah, yeah. Long live Comic Con. Long. It was uh, wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> it was uh, Fright Night with yes, uh, that was David, that was, David that was Tennant good. and Tony Collette. Yes, well, they, had, they, they they also they also oh. had roles. They weren't they weren't on the panel. Any others that stand out to you? Yeah, it was um, it was Steven Spielberg. Um, I think it was his first it was his first year at Comic Con. He came to uh, uh, introduce Tintin, uh, the movie Tintin. Chris, 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 this is a DVD that I own. Anyway, go on. <laughs> really? Tintin? Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, as I recall, he was really he was really happy uh, about his experience in working with Peter Jackson, and it was just him and him and Peter Jackson were were on the panel. And uh, he said, yeah, other than Robert Zemeckis, I think he said uh, Peter Jackson was his was his next favorite uh, director or next favorite partner to work with. What yeah, couldn't have been couldn't have been director because <laughs> you've seen the Hobbit movies, right? <laughs> I guess this was before then, but still. But yeah, then they, uh, I think they asked him was, uh, what, what is your favorite movie? And he said, my favorite movie is uh, E.T. And he said, it's not because it was such a great success, which it was. But he said, because um, he got to experience being around children uh, all throughout making that movie. And he felt so empty and sad after the movie was completed uh, that he vowed, or he basically made up his mind that he was going to become a father, and uh, so he says, "I, I am the father, I believe, of eight children. I think he said eight children. I'm the father of eight children today because of ET." The, the way you phrased that, um, it first sounded like he was unsure about how many kids he had. <laughs> <laughs> if he has eight children, I mean, I understand that he's probably like, I think it's eight. I'm pretty sure it's eight. <laughs> we lost one on the way over, but yeah. It's- I remember whispering to my friend at the time and just like, well, I think Mrs. Spielberg had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just decided I'm going to have children. <laughs> oh, really? Well, if he's going to be Angelina Jolie, I suppose it's possible. What if? Because he did the movie AI where there was like an AI kid. What if all of his kids are AIs? <laughs> it's, it's possible. It's possible. I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, I'd say likely. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but so you mentioned uh, you mentioned Peter Jackson. Have have any of you guys seven seven kids, Ming? I can't believe you got that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I apologize. One hundred. <laughs> that was only like ten years ago. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, he there might be one more child because of uh, because uh, I think his wife already had a child. No, but that doesn't count. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can well anyways. <laughs> He's like, I got seven or eight kids, depending on how I'm feeling about my wife's son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but 
but you guys men- mentioned uh, Peter Jackson. Uh, have you seen mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie or or the trailer for They Shall Not Grow Old? Heard of it? I've seen the I've seen ads. I've seen ads for it. Okay. Uh, mostly mostly still picture uh, still pictures, but yeah. Yeah. I've w- seen it. When uh, when I went to when I went to the movies earlier uh, this week, they they played a trailer for uh, They Shall Not Grow Old. They Shall Not Grow Old is they're taking old World War One. Uh, videos, photography, and they are coloring it and slowing uh-huh. it down, uh, actually making a documentary of the First World War in their own words using using those images. And it looks amazing. It, it looks it, fabulous. It does look amazing. I think Stephen has seen it, and he was talking about how amazing it was. I imagine that uh, it's probably kind of hard to watch, though, I would think. Uh, I would think so, yeah. That's coming back to theaters? Yes. I, I assume so because they were playing a trailer for it. I, th- I think originally think it was just going to have that very very limited release, but I think it 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 picked up enough steam where they're going to have a wider release. All right, guys, be quiet. Who who's, who's going to look it up? <laughs> uh, I, I don't I don't care enough. January twenty first. Oh, oh, you don't care about the veterans. <laughs> of course, you're going to edit that out. <laughs> make yourself look better, and somehow make make me say something that sounds like oh, I don't care about veterans <laughs> alright I guess we uh, we should do that's, a, that's from Arrested Development Thomas which you haven't seen because you're yeah I don't monster. I don't watch garbage I'm sorry Bing are, are you a Seinfeld guy um, do, you, do you have familiarity I, I, with Seinfeld I, I mean yeah I, I, have, I have a great familiarity um, I I'm more of a friends person I guess but uh, this podcast is over truth and truth <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the same thing, Thomas. Uh, but that's we're, we're, no, we're, uh, I'm very I'm very familiar with Seinfeld. That's fact, Ryan's I, lane. Well, so did, do you remember the episode where Kramer was trying to like he slept like what one minute every or two minutes or one hour every eight hours or something? Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Some, mm-hmm. A vague that that's one of the vaguer ones that I, that I remember, but I do remember that. Yes. Well, the, the episode ended with him like just. Just he was so tired he just passed out and sure. his girlfriend thought he was dead uh-huh. and like they dumped him in the in the in like the <laughs> East River or something <laughs> like that's for some like I had these visuals of Ming like after five days of no sleep of just like <laughs> passing out in line and his friends like dumping him I don't know is there is there water down there like like oh crap like Ming died well, sitting in line for us we don't want to get it's, it's 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 right next to San Diego Bay so yeah. <laughs> Just just roll them over the edge. Yeah, five days of that without a that's that's something. Anyway, yeah. that's neither here nor there. That's just kind of the visual. <laughs> yeah, um, the one of the things that I've done is that I've I've learned uh, every year that I've gone to sort what equipment to bring, and so there's camping gear that you're technically not allowed to camp, but uh, people bring sort of camping gear and not full on tents, but. Uh, some people actually do that. I've seen that, but uh, yeah, you just sort of bring uh, sleeping mats and um, and uh, air mattresses and stuff like that just to uh, uh, pass the night. So, do you so, go the the route of a catheter or an adult diaper? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some we got to maintain a mystery here, dude. <laughs> 
This is only the first time you and I met. <laughs> this is true. I can't, I can't just, I can't just, you can't just, uh, I just can't yeah. reveal everything. Too much too soon. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, you know, if you've, if you've found a group and that, that's the one key thing that I, I'm not, I'm probably not stressing enough is that if you find a team or a group, then you watch, then you watch spaces for each other and uh, you go and do your business. And usually, and Comic-Con's been around for a while. There's usually, um, uh, bathrooms within strategic distance uh, where, with uh, yeah all, all around so yeah that's <laughs> otherwise those tents are going to get very, very <laughs> it's, it's not Occupy San Diego dude <laughs> <laughs> although, I'm, although I'm sure that exists as well and pretty sure there's some overlap but so Chris do you have a quiz for us I do have a quiz. This week, I have a quiz. Unlike Ryan's quiz, my, mine's not going to have a complicated and arbitrary point system, all right? Mine is going to be easy and straightforward. Well, the obvious. There, there are no lady lawyers present, so... Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I will soldier on. All right, easy and straightforward. Every correct answer receives four points. If That is if you're the first to buzz in. If you get it wrong, it's a deduction of four points. Unless what? you got two answers wrong in a row, in which case it's just a deduction of one point. If you're the second to buzz in and you get it right, you get five points. You get one point if you get it wrong, and if you pass, you get no penalty. If you're the third you get to take more a guess, points for being the second person to guess? That's correct. If you're the third to take a guess, you can get one point for getting it right, but if you're wrong, you lose ten points. If you get three <laughs> answers that are correct in a row, you get a bonus of three points, and the first <laughs> 25 points wins the prize. You said straightforward, right? Okay. Yep. Let's yeah. let's do this. Ready to roll? All right. The topic of this week's quiz is all things Minnesota. Oh, come as, on. As you know, <laughs> that's where I'm from. And uh, just want to make sure you guys know about the best state in the union. Target. All right. Which U.S. president signed the order to execute 38 Dakota men following the Dakota uprising? This execution in Mankato, Minnesota, was the largest mass execution in U.S. history. Ryan. Ryan, I'm calling on you. Who is the Mall of America? <laughs> that is incorrect. No, you are penalized it was... 20 points for having a smart aleck answer. Ryan, Ryan, it was who, not where. <laughs> okay. That's what I said. <laughs> Thomas. Mall of America yes. is the mayor of Minnesota. <laughs> Andrew Jackson. Incorrect. God damn it. Ming, do you want to give a stab? Uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Correct answer is, in fact, Abraham Lincoln. Ooh. <clears throat> so while Lincoln is the great emancipator, uh, Native American peoples in uh, the Dakotas and Minnesota are not big fans of Honest Abe. <laughs> All right, question number two. How many lakes are in Minnesota? Thomas. How many? 10,005. A stupid answer. That's incorrect. <laughs> Um, Ryan. Ryan, go ahead. 10,004. <laughs> is this like the price is right? It's <laughs> almost like you're not taking this seriously. <clears throat> uh, Ming, you want to venture a guess? <laughs> this is I don't know how we're supposed to do this. You can't count the liquid. How are we supposed to? <laughs> I believe it's the land of 10,000 lakes. You think there's literally... Let me make this clear. So you think there's literally... <laughs> 10,000 on the dot lakes in Minnesota that they drew the borders just so, so there'd be exactly 10,000. <laughs> note, note that I, I didn't. I'm I said 10,005. points for that. <laughs> okay. The correct answer 
it is is it depends. There are eleven thousand eight hundred forty-two lakes of ten acres or larger, which is kind of the official uh, number of lakes. However, Wisconsin will say, "Well, we have more than eleven thousand eight hundred lakes." That is true, but they count. There's a lake in Wisconsin. They have no standards in Wisconsin. You, you know, this the is the smallest lake named lake in Wisconsin is point two two tenths of an acre. And they still call it a lake. What's that? A pond? It sort of has, it's, it's not even a pond. It's, it's like a puddle. <laughs> so if all the basins in Minnesota of two and a half acres or more were counted, Minnesota would have 21,871 lakes. All right. I'm going to go well, a little easier, well, guys. Well, you know, I mean, you know. You, you know, have known those co- first two. Comment. Co- interruption. Uh, uh, hang on, hang on. I, I want to see if, if I'm opening the floor to interruptions. Or <laughs> I am opening the floor to interruptions or comments. This uh, Minnesota-Wisconsin rivalry is a little bit like who's the smartest kid on the short bus. Anyway, oh go my on. Gosh. <laughs> it's not a it's not a rivalry. For it to be a rivalry, Wisconsin would have to have something to offer. <laughs> All right, the name Minnesota. Where does it come from? What does it What does it mean? Uh. I believe your time <laughs> is up. It comes from the Dakota word um, for the Minnesota River, which means sky-tinted water. Yeah, we, oh. we totally knew that. All right, next question. <laughs> you guys should definitely get this one right. I know those others were challenging. Is this the last who's one? The all, who is the all-time leading rebounder in Minnesota Gophers basketball history? <laughs> um, Thomas. Go ahead, Thomas. Well, it has to be someone. So I'm going to go with Kevin Durant. <laughs> with Kevin Durant? <laughs> so you went to Texas, and you're a big Oklahoma Sooners fan. Oh, um, God. Kevin Durant is a gentleman. Do not speak ill of him. Ryan. Thomas. Go ahead, Ryan. Eric Montross. Are you aware that he did not go to Minnesota? <laughs> what? Gene Hack. Are you aware that he did not attend the University of Minnesota? Was he? Did he have to? <laughs> I think you're confused about the question. The correct answer is Jordan I Murphy. Can't think of a. I can't think of a Minnesota basketball player. <laughs> That's your problem. I'm, I'm trying to educate you. I don't even know who Jordan Murphy is. So, he is the fourth leading rebounder in Big Ten history. That's who he is. Does and Indiana have anyone on that list? Probably cares, not. Nobody cares about rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> like practice. <laughs> uh, did you know that Minnesota has about 90,000 miles of shoreline, which is more than California, Florida, and Hawaii combined? Ryan. That's just for your information. That's not even a question. Oh. All right. I have three, three more questions. <laughs> My God. On 2600 Park Avenue in Minneapolis, housed in a mansion on what was once known as the Golden Mile, which was a stretch of 40 similar uh, mansions built in the early 1900s, is something called the American Swedish Institute. Why do the people of Minneapolis allow this piece of garbage and this institute to exist in their city oh oh thomas uh go ahead they appreciate the superiority of socialized medicine minus a thousand points for you (laughs) you anyone else on the score i don't know but i think i'm winning now uh no deficit scoring yeah okay it's so we're supposed supposed to they're open-minded supposed to answer for the for the mindset of the entirety of Minneapolis. That, that's the answer of your question. Okay. All right. Two more questions. What was the right answer? 
I said because they're open-minded. Minnesotans are famously open-minded people and tolerant, so they tolerate the Swedish Institute. All right. Largest freshwater port in the world is in Minnesota in the city of Duluth. At which Duluth malt shop can you find my favorite malt? <laughs> Thomas. Go ahead. The barber shop? Yes. We go to the barber shop to get malts. <laughs> that is correct. Thomas gets five points. Ryan, I'm sorry. Can four, I take it's four points. No, it was, the, it was the barber shop. That's exactly the answer. Which state school in the illustrious network of Minnesota state colleges and universities did my parents attend? Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> close. Close. Wait, is this a college? Yes. Uh, Thomas. Go ahead, Thomas. Sant Cloud State? Sant Cloud State is incorrect. Damn it. Ming, you want to venture a guess? Saint Cloud State? Saint Cloud State uh, is also incorrect. <laughs> I don't know what Sant Cloud State is. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Sand Cloud State. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is... Bemidji State University. So, to just let me tally the points here. Is that a real thing? Bemidji, yeah. I had a co-worker who, who um, was from there. Yeah. You don't have to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the final score, we have Thomas at minus 4,442. <laughs> Third place. Second place, we have Ryan with minus 40. For his smart athlete remarks. And the winner of this game is Ming with zero points. <laughs> Congratulations, Yay. Ming. You win my esteem and nothing more. Yeah, that's Ooh. not worth much. Good good strategy, <laughs> Ming. <laughs> there you go. How do you spell Bamidji? B-E-M-I-D-J-I. Okay, I'm sorry. I've already lost interest. Listen, we, we, we had to listen to you talk about Volvos for like six hours. <laughs> Speaking of basketball, uh, Ryan, you have a correction from last week, don't you? Nope. N- no? No, I'm good with what I said. <laughs> I don't care what the actual facts say. <laughs> somebody, what I said, somebody told me when I was in high school. I never looked it up. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm still right. You're living your truth. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he was the only player that in the movie that he didn't play college ball. Didn't even play. No. No. He didn't even play high school. That's right. He was the only player in, in, in the movie that didn't play high school basketball. So you're saying it was the complete opposite to what you said. I'm telling you, that dude was the best player of those guys. I don't know who told me. I, I went to. A, I played high school basketball in Indiana. One of the guys that was in the movie, Brad Long, who played Buddy. He would show up at our school every year and give us his pitch to buy class rings from him. And so, of course, there were just like a billion stories about Hoosiers that were told all the time. And that was one. I don't remember where I heard that from, but thought that that was true for a long time until somebody pointed out to me that I was wrong. <laughs> and uh, Moral he, of the story he, is Ryan will play. believe literally anything you tell him. <laughs> and we are we're going to have a lot of fun with this. <laughs> Well, I'm the only one who's ever gotten anything wrong on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, have you heard us do corrections before? Mm. That's the first correction. Yeah, no. So that means nothing else has ever been wrong. You guys have <laughs> never made a mistake. It's a high bar to live up to. I'll try harder. As you should. So, uh, Chris, I believe that you have been in, in discussion with potential guests about coming on the show uh, and that you've been talking to uh, JVL. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> 
JVL has been kind enough to show interest in being on the show. So I reached out and asked him, you know, like how he how he could set this up. He sent me back this form. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the term a writer. Do you know what a writer is, Thomas? I uh, no, no, I'm not. So, so like movie stars, celebrities, musicians, when they show up for a show, they usually have a writer, which will dictate kind of things that they demands essentially like when i got jvls like i had to kind of look up you know like is this is this really demanding or is it just me uh so i looked up and you know mariah carey you know you could read what her writer is and how many kinds of different types of roses and uh things like that uh, some people JV- want like a bowl of m&ms but only green m&ms yeah does yeah, jvl really- want roses well well first no no but okay First off, like we had to kind of clarify, we we had an email exchange because he had some really weird demands, like you know about his dressing room, and he wanted like a new toilet seat on his toilet, and I was like, this is a podcast, like <laughs> there's no dressing room, you know you, we don't care where you podcast from, your house, whatever, but like there's not like there's we're not providing a dressing room or white linens or any of that crap that he asked for. Um, so like that kind of restarted the negotiations. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, so, he- so, so I was just, uh, when, when I was at Ryan's, both of us, we just changed in his living room before we podcasted. <laughs> yep. As I always do. So you went in the bathroom together and put on your Wranglers and came out without shirts. <laughs> no, we, we wanted more space. So you did it in the living room. Yeah. You change into your Wranglers in the living room. Okay. Well, but so JVL, un- completely undeterred uh, by me establishing that he does not get a dressing room, that it can be done from his home or his office or whatever, uh, his new office at, at the... At I mean, the, we could send him a new toilet seat from Amazon if he wants. <laughs> but he, he, here's what we kind of got his demands down to, is he... He uh, he wanted a spoon for his popcorn. Uh, he he heard about that on on our podcast. He was like, "That's a really good idea." Like, I don't have to get my hands dirty anymore. So he demanded a spoon for his popcorn. So he thought that was a good idea. He thought it was a brilliant idea. That's interesting, huh? I, I mean, can't even remember who I, I can't remember who I was talking about at the time. I I don't either. He he wanted a special popcorn maker that was some expensive brand. I looked it up. It was it's like a thousand dollars. But he also asked for a butter churner. He wanted like really fresh butter. Um, and then when we started talking about like when we recorded the podcast, when he found out that it's we start at at like midnight Eastern time, he like then it got really ridiculous. He uh, he asked for the time stone. <laughs> which we had this really weird conversation i don't know if i re- actually convinced him that that's just a fictional thing but he demanded the time stone and then once he started going down this vein he didn't really stop he also thought it'd be cool to get the reality stone so he could create for himself a, a dressing room just for the podcast at which point i kind of gave up ryan did you i, I kind of pat i tagged so is he under the impression that in Infinity Wars was a documentary. Uh, I, I I think he was Ryan. So I was like Ryan. The only I can't deal. Yeah. With, I can't deal with a diva like this anymore. Ryan is the diva on our podcast. I figure diva to diva, you might be able to. <laughs> you know, to get something I, done. I I did get him to be more reasonable, but even compared to you know a, a time stone, anything is reasonable. <laughs> but what he asked for is still 
I don't know how we're going to do it. I've been working on it all week. He wanted a Blu-ray of Chav King Arthur and Layer Cake cut together into one film that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, uh, you know that's hard to do when neither of them makes sense on their, on their own. Right. Well, Layer Cake's a good movie, but yeah, Chav King Arthur is trash, and so I. Th- think i'm just gonna send him a blu-ray of layer cake and maybe like some shots of charlie hunnam at the end (laughs) anything else no we're done with this move on Uh, so I don't, I don't, I think uh, negotiations will probably have to continue. Uh, I'm not sure which of these demands that we will be able to meet, but but hopefully we can reach some form of agreement and JVL can come on the show. Uh, all right. So I believe that we are starting to run out of time. So we thank you for listening to this episode of the SSEU podcast. Uh, Ming, thank you for coming on. Oh, you're welcome, and thank you. Uh, We will catch you again next week. Same place, same time, same channel. Next week. I I was hoping on you having something witty to say at the end, but but it's fine. Sorry. (laughs) Question. Uh, You said that there's a lot of cosplay. Like, that's basically, like, you talked about thirds. There's the the hall where where you see the panels, and then there's the, the merchandise, and then there's this cosplay. Um... If we set the over/under on uh, at say maybe two hundred, would you say you'd pick the over or the under on people dressed up as Alexandria Ocasio Cortez dancing from the video? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. You you tend not to get a lot of political cosplay. Even even in the last couple of years, I, I would think that someone would be walking around with Trump, but that guy probably would get killed if he did that so i i, I suspect yeah um i i don't know i don't i don't okay. know you, you tend to you tend to have more superheroes more fan fan based stuff are you I, saying you she's know. not a superhero uh super villain no no <laughs> i'm not saying that at all <laughs> she, she wants medicare for all there you go and, sorry uh, we're, yeah. we're venturing into politics yeah, is it, it was wasn't, thought to me. Wasn't that the, wasn't? I, guess I don't know anything enough to know that two hundred would be a massive amount. Cr- of, but Chris, wasn't wasn't that the plot of Infinity War? That's all he wanted, Medicare for all. 